Millennials, you're listening to Makeda and Jay on The Rest is Just Confetti. Join us every week as we dive into the best and worst parts of millennial life. Trending topics, millennial issues, and glorified road sessions are all a part of the ride. So let's sift through the nonsense in this week's episode of The Rest is Just Confetti. Good evening, everyone. And I say good evening because it's midnight and we are recording our first episode late. My name is JD. And of course, my beautiful wife, Makeda, we are Makeda and Jay. And this Hello. is The Rest is Just Confetti. Confetti. I'm so excited that everyone voted across the board for this name. Across you guys were amazing board. in showing your support and showing my husband that I do always know what's best. I would love to go more in-depth in that with another episode, but I will There's leave no it. There's no need. I will leave it the way it is for There's right no now. There's no need. People can see the results for themselves, and and it is what it is. Please, please, go to her Facebook profile and go to mine and just tally those votes. You're listening to <laughs> our podcast. <laughs> All right. Anyways, so welcome, guys, to our first episode. We Ladies did it. and gentlemen. Yes, we did it. We did it. We're actually here. We have and you're baby. here. You're listening. So let's let's get a clap it up for y'all. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, for listener. Clicking and for clicking. Through. Yeah, that's right. It sounds like a new uh new age kind of way to, to yeah. hit on people. Yeah, man. Thanks I for was, clicking. I was very shocked. For swiping when we made right. The announcement I did I, sw- I swipe left for you. You swipe left? Was I even on left? Do I got a fake person? Swiping left even right? Catfishing? I'm confused. Anyways. Welcome to our podcast. We're so excited to finally be doing this and to be here and uh, talking about topics that are always being discussed in our household, um, but now discussing it elsewhere. Mm -hmm. Um, I get a little sick and tired of going back and forth with just us sometimes, right? I'm sorry. Back and forth? It's not always arguments. You know that you're you're wrong sometimes, babe. Sometimes it's witty banter where I am right. You're just wrong. 95% of the time. How dare you? We got good feedback, though. A lot of um, people came on Facebook and were like, you know, where can I find you guys? Yes, and yes, yes, yes. You guys are awesome. Yeah. Um, and because you guys showed some interest, we decided to become professional social media influencers. So please sign up for our new program. Yes. Coming out. I'm kidding. All that. <laughs> We're selling drugs. We're selling drugs. Low key. Get your crack coke. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. It's, it's diet coke. You diet coke. You don't got to yeah. do much for it. <laughs> Anyways. Um, you guys showed interest and we loved that and it encouraged us. So we're here. Um, we also took it a step further and asked you guys some questions on IG, um, about what you would like to know to get to know us because we decided to use this first episode to dedicate it to us and learning more about us for you guys so that you would, um, know who you're listening to and get a better idea of us aside from the, uh, constant memes and pictures we post on your feeds daily. Two introverts coming out. Please bear with us because it won't be easy. <laughs> it will not be easy, but us, we're here to try. Us coming on this podcast was the hardest We had to part, drink. So we're we drinking can. now. Yeah. We're live and drunk. Lick it up. Lick. Oilery. Oilery. <laughs> yeah, the oilery. Okay, we're not yeah. that drunk. We're, we're coherent. 
yeah. And we have kids. I'm sorry. We're not drunk, y'all. We were just kidding. <laughs> I don't want y'all to just shut I know. This off, like, DCFS is going to show up at our door. <laughs> Anyways, um, we asked us some questions serious. to see what you guys would like us um, to talk about, How what would help you guys learn more about us. And um, you guys, you guys, you, y'all answered. I'll tell you that. You definitely um, answered sexually. Sexually. Thank you. you. We got a lot of sex questions. Um, my husband tells me that that's my fault because I told you guys we'd get personal. I yeah. personally think that sex is not the only way you can get personal, ladies and gents. When you're dealing with millennials from age what? Who's the millennial gen? We should really know this answer like if it's our podcast, something. you know. I think it's 1980. No, that's way too young. You so? Yeah. Oh, no, wait. Yeah. No, I think like late 80s. Late 80s to. This is terrible. We should know this for our podcast. Y'all know if y'all millennials. If you're a millennial, this is for you. <laughs> if you listen to a little Uzi and stuff, you're not a millennial. You're Generation Z. Well, Uzi. Reminds me of that, Um. oh gosh, that episode with Lil Dicky. And he was like, I had a conversation with Todd Dillerson. He was <laughs> like, Todd, Todd Dillerson. <laughs> that yeah, would be me, Todd Dillerson. <laughs> that would be me. It's probably a country singer. Two different perspectives here. Yes. I, I am a little more, a little more urban. Well, just a tad you, bit. Yeah, if you can tell, you know. I'm, um, I'm more of, more of a, a pop alternative girl. How did we come together? We gonna tell you, nigga. That's, that's right. A part of that's this right. First. Yeah, that's true. Before we even get Jeez. into some questions, babe, why don't you tell them how we met, how I blew you away? All right. So, do you want me to give you the true story, or do you want me to give you the story that you want people to hear? Because I'm gonna give you the real stuff. I want the story. I want people to hear. I'm gonna give you the truth. Okay. So we came <laughs> just, in just the. Gone. All right. So who's we? We actually. Oh, met sorry. I know the story. Why am I like who's <laughs> we? <laughs> <laughs> what bitch you done met <laughs> you <laughs> I met you <laughs> excuse you <laughs> so um uh shocking story she never goes out to a club never. and this is where we met we yes. met at a club called bongos, bongos. that Hard was at Hard rock yes in hollywood florida um me and two of my other best friends uh Vinny and brandon shout out to them we we're going out. This was about seven years back, uh, way back mm-hmm. when I had just was growing a little chin hair on my face. Still don't got none. Still don't got none. I'm kidding. But, uh, <laughs> don't be self-deprecating. <laughs> they go to my profile. And play <laughs> but um, at that time, Vinny was going through a hard breakup. And I, I think you were at that time as well. I was. And um, so we, we just decided, man, forget it. Let's just go to Hardwell, get some drinks and club it up. So we got drinks. Um, Bongo's is a two-story club. Second mm-hmm. floor is where all the magic happens. So we hop into the elevator. Security is there. And you can see a fog machine in the back. No, you can't. So I, excuse me, were you in the elevator? No, but I was on the free. I came up the elevator. You think I fucking Superman flew up to the floor? There was no fog machine. Superman did not fly up, but I look like Bill Goldberg stepping you out of the elevator. Like- all my all my dudes who watch oh WCW God. and WWF, y'all know Bill Goldberg. His entrance when he comes out and the fireworks shooting off, and this nigga you just look like, like the Undertaker. Th- <laughs> Proud of you for knowing that reference. <laughs> I just had surgery. I can't be laughing. Like so yeah, she shouldn't be laughing. So. Oh God. Anyways, go on. There was no fog machine. So I, I told buddy, here's two dollars. Play the fog machine for me. You're still on this. I, I came out looking like Goldberg, and I mean, I was ready to spear and jackhammer signature moves. Oh like my God. Man. 
Guys, we have an actual picture of the night we met. I know a lot of people don't get that privilege, but we have a picture of the night we met. So I have factual evidence to show you that (laughs) That (laughs) that you look like The Undertaker. (laughs) All right. So um, uh, long story short, once we got in, uh, we had more drinks. A conga line was involved. I think some 65 year old guy was involved with y'all dancing. I don't know love. about that, but I know you started the conga line. I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> and, and through it all, you guys ended up coming over to us, and we ended up taking a lot of pictures, mm-hmm. um, exchanging Instagrams, and I like myself out of your phone maybe two or three times. Let's try 10. <laughs> I'm just trying to be honest. I just want to give myself some credit that night because I was going through a rough breakup um, and I stumbled upon you, which is by God's greatest glory, whatever those Christians say. But um, but it was my first time ever hitting on a guy and that guy was you and it, it made all the difference and I'm really proud of myself. Um, but I was cocky that night for like the first time in my life and the last time. I don't think I've ever been that cocky again. Yeah, you deserve to be cocky. You were looking yeah. mighty fine if I do I say so myself. Thank you very much. Yes. And also, did you think I was going to be the love of your life or just something? No. I oh, thought no. you were just going right. to be <laughs> like wow. a one night stand kind of thing. And I don't even do one night stands or did one night stands, I should say. Oh, um, she was going through a heavy breakup. This probably was, wasn't her t- time was to try not, to find yeah. a soulmate. And then, I, like I said, I don't do with re- rejection at all. So I was just kind of like, fuck him. I don't care if he likes me. And if he does, I ain't, I ain't going nowhere with this. And look look at where it went. So. Seven years later. Seven years later, we have two kids, a house. We're married. We've traveled to Europe together. And we're here. Beautiful honeymoon. Was Beautiful our honeymoon. Trip. We're going to move to Ireland soon. And things are good. We did a lot. We've we done a lot. lot yeah. yeah. I haven't even hit our 30s yet, but I'm yeah. truly blessed to have experienced all this with you. I thought I think this was a, a, a if great... If this was the office, we would do that little like photo snapshot thing that Jim started. He did a photo snap? I don't know. I, I, I just wanted to bring up Jim up on this podcast. I like Dwight over Jim, so... <laughs> <laughs> Can we get to these questions? Yes. Hey, sorry. Then. So that's a little snippet on us. Um, but like I said, you guys did ask us some... Uh, question so that we can get more detailed and answer things that might be on your minds about us and so that you guys could help understand our perspective of where we're coming from when we're on this podcast when we're talking about different topics and things like that so um we're gonna dive into that but first I just wanted to say for those of you who did not ask about sex I appreciate you you are classy and uh Keep at classy it. folks. Some classy folks. Top-notch individuals, I dare say. Yeah, shine my monocle with you guys. Yeah, oh, I like the word monocle. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was about to say, what the hell is a monocle? I was like, all right, I, I got it. I know what a monocle is. <laughs> all right, who's first, me or you? Uh, start it off, baby, ladies first. All right. Um, do I start with sex or? <laughs> Knock it out. Okay. Um, what's your sex life been after the kids, and how do you keep the spark for sex? Uh, sex life after the kids has been non-existent. Difficult, if I can <laughs> say that word instead of non-existent. non-existent. <laughs> uh, definitely difficult. A uh, couple, of, couple of things. Two kids, both under the age of four. Yeah. Um, both hard, hard sleepers. Well, not hard sleepers, but no, light sleepers. No, because Noah, Noah's a good sleeper. Thanks to you. Thank you. Yeah. Gray's um, a terrible sleeper. <laughs> Gray's a terrible sleeper. So with Gray, we um. Not not as much as, of course, before, 
but um, it, it's, it's difficult, man. And he was um, one of the, he couldn't sleep in his crib. Uh, I was about to say, I hate to cut you off, but here's the thing, guys. We are avid co-sleepers. Um, mm -hmm. Our kids <laughs> I want them boys in their cribs. I love my children, my unlike my husband, and I like waking up next to my kids. <laughs> okay, I fuck them kids. <laughs> you throwing our children into their beds. Um, I love co-sleeping, and so Grayson slept with us from the beginning. I think, like, one night, he was probably just like, eh, I don't want my crib, and I was just like, fine, say less, honey, come sleep with us, and it was like that up until three months ago when Noah was born, and we had to transition him out <laughs> because Noah was there. That's horrible. It is horrible. That's extremely horrible. We just didn't have the space, but, um... Obviously, because of that, there's just very little time for sex. Yeah. Um, so we yeah. get it when we can, yeah, right, Ben? I was going to say, I hate to sound like a, like a real hood dude, but get in where you fit in. You know, you got to you. You maneuver to get the groover. You're still talking about my vagina on our podcast, so just watch it. Yeah. No, right. shut up. <laughs> got to let them know. Anyways, um, yeah, so it's really hard. Um, it's sex, like random hours whenever grandma decides to take him um oh that's the best you know if we have like a date night or something grandma takes him yeah we don't even check we don't even check we come home and we're just like nooses um so we, like, that's that <laughs> from the car <laughs> grandma we're here um but yeah uh, so that's that's how we handle sex life after the kids. Mm, um, sneaking your own house. I was about to say, mm. tagline, we don't. Um, <laughs> and how do we keep the spark? How do we keep the spark, babe? Laughter. Is Laughter. that the spark? I think. Or is I that think... the blanket that covers the spark? <laughs> I think we're just two goofballs, man. Honestly, when we try and be kinky, some goofy shit comes out and it's just that. Yeah, I will say that that's one of the most interesting things about our relationship, not to get like overly personal. But I know when we started having moments during our sexual encounters where like either of us would just say something really stupid and random just for the hell of it. I think that was like the most baffling thing to me at first because I'm just like, no, sex, sex isn't for jokes. And yet that our relationship is founded on comedy and it founded. made its way into the bedroom for us, is which horrible. is just weird because then it just kills our, Baby, our you want me to pull your hair? Not too hard, governor. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely All hit right. him with that once. And then we just stopped because we couldn't stop laughing. And we, we didn't have sex that night, guys. But, um, <laughs> yeah, you can't come back from that. You really can. But the memories, the memories will cherish us through. They will last us through our masturbation periods. Uh, Anyways, um, I hope that answers your question. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're weird. Um, next question is on you, babe. All right. Uh, next question is on me. Uh, this one actually is from Vinny. Um, but, uh, what weird things have you discovered about each other that you didn't know until you guys started living together? Huh. You, Vinny? That's a good one. Yeah. Um, I, I think for me, I wouldn't say it's a weird thing, but, um, I didn't know how OCD and organized you were um, when we first thing. met. You're welcome. It, it's, it's, it's a good, but mm -hmm. I, I know it kills you oh, inside. Oh, you hate me for, um, my timing. 
Your timing? Yeah, my timing on things. You say you hate that I'm always like... Oh, God, yeah, you're so prompt. prompt. Oh, you're so prompt. Yeah. <laughs> and you estimate it to a T, yeah. and it pisses me off, because whenever it. I try it, I'm like 20 minutes off, oh, like 20 <laughs> minutes earlier, 20 minutes late. <laughs> but, but yes, you're so organized, yeah. and it it intensified once we got Gray and Noah. So it, just, it just went Even haywire so. with them. Because I had to, like perfectionism is such a is that a thing? task for me yeah it's a thing yeah but is anything ever perfect so does we're perfectionism not getting even exist there it, there's such thing as anyways in this stuff. oh let me tell you what i hate about it okay. <laughs> <laughs> um something that gets under do you already know what it is i don't think so no i don't think so I think whatever you're going to tell me, I'm just going to be like, wow, son. But uh, <laughs> You ever noticed how you swish your ice when you're drinking something? But you swish it, like, incessantly. Swish my ice? He will pour a drink, and then, like, it'll be these big blocks of ice in the cup, and before every sip... Oh, you mean how I get my shit cold? You mean when I shake it a little bit? Man, you got to give it a little Shakira to make the thing, oh, uh, make, the, make the drink you. cold, man. No, listen, he <laughs> shakes it before every drink, like he thinks he's activating ice or something. The <laughs> ice, it goes in on its own, it's, it does its job on its own without any any need for you to do anything, babe. I don't think it's that bad. I don't it's think so every frustrating. sip I'm Every sip, it. it's just like a shaky, 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 and I'm just like, Don't nigga, do that again. Shut the <laughs> <laughs> I give it a little swish, maybe every three or four drinks. No, it's three or four sips to make sure it's cool. If you guys just pour something that is not in the fridge, right? For some reason, she doesn't put sodas in the fridge. They leave it like in the pantry, so that's just hot. I gotta put some ice on there, and I gotta shake it to make it cold. If you want a a nice cold drink, because if not, you're just drinking soda that's about to get cold. You gotta give it some Shakira love to make I'm it. I'm going to a shake a little razzle dash. You guys, our next question. <laughs> um, let's see. How do you balance your relationship and taking care of the kids and still have me time? Oh, uh, yeah, long st- one. Yeah, long story short, I don't think we, I don't think we mastered it yet. We don't. We Honestly, don't. yeah. Long story short, answer is no, we don't. For for someone who is very organized and someone I know. who is very that spontaneous, was, that's we, like the worst follow up. I'm yeah. super organized. I don't know how <laughs> to organize my household and have time for myself. Um, fuck schedules. Honestly, we got nothing. We um we've tried schedules. We've tried schedules. Um, I know that works great for some people. Um, but our household is very odd. Um. Uh, with the best of intentions, we'll try to, to stick by the hour on things. And then a random dance party will pop up. Or <laughs> we'll decide that we're playing a game all of a sudden. Or we get stuck on a meme for a few minutes too long. And, like, everything just goes yeah, out man. of whack. And, and With Grayson, yeah. I think we did pretty good with Grayson in those first couple months. In those first couple months, yeah, we were we, on we, it. We like, pretty he had good a with great Gray. schedule. And then I don't know what the fuck happened. Yeah, he started walking and then all hell... <laughs> Went out the window. <laughs> Walked right out of his schedule. Um, but yeah, we really, I don't have an answer on that one. Just do your best, yeah, honestly. Yeah. Um, I think it's important to try and have time for yourself. Um, personally, me, I am a very anxious person and that like overtakes a lot in my life. And so mommy guilt is a super high thing on my list. And when I'm not spending time with my kids, I feel super guilty. And so... 
when I'm trying to spend time with myself, I still try to incorporate them. So if I'm reading a book, I'll tell Jay, like, it's cool if they sit next to me and, and you're yell. Very, you're very <laughs> selfless. You're very selfless. Oh, if it's not you. the kids, you I don't think you even think of me time. If anything, you think of us time. You're like, all right, the kids are settled. Well, How can me and my, my husband do time. something? Yeah. And you never, I, and I feel bad because you never really get that me time. And I know me, I'm the complete opposite. If I'm like the kids settle and I'm going to spend a couple minutes with my girl and then I'm going to go hoop. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a but go- babe, let's be honest. You haven't hooped in a while. I haven't. That's probably so why I'm out of shape now. <laughs> running out of breath on this podcast. You haven't gotten any me time either. But you are right. I do consider my me time, you guys. I love you guys. My boys are my, like, everything. So I don't see the need for me time. But I know there are moms who do. And, like, there's some women that just have to have time to themselves to do their nails or their hair or to go running or something. Um, and you guys make that time and I think that's amazing. So for you women that are doing that, y'all are killing it. Um, I don't know how to do that. I don't got time to figure out how to do that. Uh, so when you see me and I look like a hollowed out corpse because I haven't had me time in three years, just know why. And this is the reason why you need to make a spa day and oh, just God, get no. you some time just to chill. Chill with your friends. Grab a drink or something. Some some higher, higher up. Because Lord knows if Dion and James free, I'll call them boys over in eight minutes. They're forever inviting you out. And I'm always like, damn, (laughs) y'all. Hey, y'all boys, not tonight. Not tonight. I'm about to die. But yeah, so I'm sorry. We appreciate your non-sex question, but we can't answer your non-sex question. Do you have a sex question? Yeah, should we we just stick to the sex questions? Probably the best thing. Um, But it is great. I think the fact that you know that you need to balance a relationship and taking care of the kids and yourself is a great start in and of itself. Because for me, for a while, I didn't even think about being anything else but a mom and a wife. So So that's that's a good start that you're on. Yeah, yeah, and trust me, it comes with time. You you, you get used to it. Or it if doesn't because yeah. we haven't. <laughs> we are still fresh. We've been married less than two years. We've had uh, kids for three. Yeah, we had kids for three. So I think we got the parenting thing pretty yeah. under wraps. Kind of. Uh, yeah, um, and we also have events after events every year that kind yeah. of just throws us off. We we did Not a to lot. Complain in or a, anything. Yeah, we did a lot in a, like a small span of time because we had Gray, and then like within a year of having Gray, we bought the house. Within a year of that, we got married. Within a year of that, we went on our honeymoon, mm-hmm. and then within a couple months of that, we had our second kid. So yeah, it's a lot been of a extra work, a lot of overtime. At one point, I was right, working like yeah. three jobs. Yeah, that's it was, right. It was a lot of going oh, on. So, hustling. yeah, boy, drug yeah. dealing ain't easy. All right, next question. But you gotta be greasy to next make this cheesy. What? <laughs> next question. Next question. Let me see if I can get a good one. Um. Ah, what is one attribute you and your wife have that's like your parents? That actually came from my mom. Mama, I love you. That was a great question. That is I a ain't great trying question. to suck up, but I, that was Sounds a great like question. You did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mama. Um, but that is a great question. I um am lucky enough to have three parents. Um, cause I come from a broken household. <laughs> <laughs> broken or loving? It's a broken household, but they, they made it as loving as they could. And I appreciate that. So, mm-hmm. so thank you parents. Give that for yeah. You. Um, but yeah, so I have three parents and I do believe that I got something from all of them. Um, let's see from my mom, I got creativity and passion. Um, cause she's very, you know, my mom, she's super 
passionate 110% agree <laughs> yeah very passionate very creative woman and then she gets mad at you if you're not passionate so I'm just <laughs> like I'm gonna stay back um and she yeah. looks like she could be your older sister I don't know how she does it man love you Anyways. mother-in-law <laughs> um so that's my mom with my dad, I think I got my um, my organizational skills and trying to map out my life because, as my father says, if you don't plan, if no, if you plan, if you fail to plan, then plan to fail. That's my dad's slogan. I like that. Yeah. I like that, though. Um, so my life was organized because my dad uh, kind of dropped that seed in there and I, I had plans for myself. After I, I went astray for a little bit, but that, um, that's insane to me though because he doesn't strike me as such like an organized person. He seems he like he's so like, cool and he's like so, he's a this. Libra, the one with the scales, whatever he is. But um, he's super like think through everything kind of guy. So got that from you, Dad. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> um, it also gave me anxiety, but thanks, Dad. <laughs> um. <laughs> And then there's my stepmom. And my stepmom, I learned finances. She taught me credit and how to handle my credit. And she's the reason that I think we were able to buy our home so at such an early age in our lives. Yeah. She the reason why I know what I know because she taught you, so you taught me. So thank you, parents. Yeah. Very 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 good attributes to get. Um from my mom, I would say I would say for um for my mom, definitely dancing, for one. I, I love to dance, and she's the same way as I am. We're both, like, yeah, introverts, both, and yeah. we keep small circles, but when we go out to events and stuff, we are ready to wild yes, out and have fun. and that's, like, the craziest thing that I see with you guys because, like you said, you guys are both super introverted, and you'll talk to you guys, and you're just like, yeah, I'm here. It's cool. <laughs> and then the music, the music will play, play, and you're like, oh, what's that? And then you guys are on the dance floor before that's that anyway. Drake? Exactly. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Your mom did one of those videos too when they were like the Drake thing was going yeah, on or whatever. Key, yeah. Key. Oh, yeah. she I think she still loves it to this day. I'm pretty yeah. sure if you play it, She's, she'll she'll I'd bust to down to it. Dance. I think she looks so cool. Oh boy. I don't know how she do it. She keeps like this cool flavor to it when she dances. I'm just out there like whoop, 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 whoop. <laughs> just wilding. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, I definitely get that from her. Um, uh, I would say from my pops, I think I, I think I got more of the humor from him. Um, just uh, little moments that I remember from my dad when I was younger. Um, little banter he'll do in the car, a little funny dance moves. Your dad passed away just so. Bad yeah, yeah. In case, yeah, you know, I'm sure you guys probably didn't know, but my dad passed when I was um, when I was 15, um, young age. You know, so I, and I was very sheltered didn't open up as much so I didn't really get the chance to to have that that grown and really get to know my father like that um but you know the times that I did get to know he was always joking always laughing and 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 I enjoyed all those moments and I I picked up all that humor those little wine hip movements and and <laughs> see that when on I'm our freestyling in the car song, or something that yeah. is all him <laughs> that is all him so yeah rest in peace pops and and I, and I definitely get all of that from him um and I see that in Gray all the time. Gray already twirling his hips around. Gray is, um, yeah, I guess because he Gray's you, and then if you're <laughs> your dad, then yeah. But you and Gray have like the best relationship, and I love seeing that because I swear you guys are just like two freaking fools just playing around the house. Like Gray thinks that you're his age, 
and vice versa sometimes. Which is horrible. Yeah, but it's the sweetest thing to see because he, yeah. He he follows everything we do. Yeah, that's my road dog there, boy. Yeah. Uh, if he if once he turns into a teenager, I'm gonna be so heartbroken. <laughs> All right, Dad, I'm here to the movies. Movies? You. Man, you gotta Get actually see. Yeah. <laughs> move, man, move. Old bag of bones. <laughs> All right. Um. Next question. All I have is sex questions left. So. Oh wait, no, I have one more good one. Um. Mm-hmm. What is your parenting styles? Since we're talking about gray. Parenting styles. Uh, are we talking about if we want to whoop these little boys or if we... We don't want to... Okay, so that's our parenting <laughs> styles. That's... Because gray deserves a couple beatings here and there. I will be honest. I There are times where my kids are just wild and out and I want to hit them. I'm sorry. Like, it's just the natural response in me. But I never have. Yeah. Um, Because I don't believe in that. I don't believe in hitting... Um, I believe in encouraging our children's feelings. And I know I've come to you about that, especially because I'm a mom of boys. Um, and the standing thing for boys is that they're boys and they don't cry. And I just, I'm not here for that at all. Um, and I know I've been very vocal with you about that, that I want Grayson to know that he's able to um, express himself to us in any form that is. Um, and sometimes that's hard to navigate with a toddler because they'll scream for anything and that can get very trying on us. Um, but I think above all, my parenting style, I try to be gentle. I yell. I know I yell sometimes, a lot of times, because I'm still dealing with my own patience card. But um, yeah, my, my parenting style, and I think uh, compliments yours, if not identical or very similar to yours, is that above all else, we're just trying to be here for our children um because especially for me going through you know a broken household like I said with my parents getting divorced and stuff um I I know what it feels like to I guess not always have that um attention on you because your parents might be a little distracted and stuff you know what's going on and I I never want Gray to feel like his feelings aren't being addressed if that makes any sense you Definitely. know yeah. yeah and i think and I, I know i tell you this all the time but i think you are very very hard on yourself like your your patience compared to some other parents who just like molly their kids <laughs> not not to be funny or anything but yeah. a lot of parents could be very abusive to for little things you spill yeah. juice or whatever and they get a whooping for it and and you're you're completely the opposite. You know, you never laid a finger on them. Timeout is very rare with you. You you'll sit them down and try and talk to them, and my hand is just itching. I'm just like, great <laughs> man, I could suplex you if you do one more thing. But I think you know, that's, that's another, that balance that, yeah, that we say, have. That's another good balance between us because I know there are so many moments where something like he'll do something like he'll just not be paying attention or he'll spill something for like the sixth time that day, and it's either one of us just completely like is ready to blow off and like we start to yell and then the other one's just like hey it's okay i got this you could you Mm -hmm. could step away and i think that's such a good balance between us because i feel like they never actually get that full wrath that we feel inside of us and with the other one being there we give each other that chance to kind of step away and cool down and come back and say hey nigga why'd you drop that (laughs) (laughs) which is definitely great having having two-parent household is definitely a a blessing you know not too many kids get it nowadays so Mm -hmm. we have to i I, definitely see the the um the benefits of that 
And I, and I caught myself doing it a couple of times where I see you, you know, making that that connection with them, talking it out with them. Yeah. I'll do the same thing. And then he'll walk away like, OK, daddy. And mm-hmm. then I'll just be like, yo, I just sat Indian style talking to this man. I didn't even, <laughs> and that's the I thing that I, that I I hate to like having parenting styles could be a podcast all on its own. And I yeah. think we should do that eventually. Um, but I think so many adults nowadays, like fail to realize that kids understand way more than you give them credit for Mm -hmm. and again um not to like harp on my own experiences but my parents did go through a bad divorce and I think they don't realize you know like everything that I remember from that because they thought I was so young um but I remember and and that's what I try to remember when I'm teaching Gray or when I'm trying to instruct him is because I know that even though he can't vocalize it he's internalizing everything and it's going to come out some way. Like even if it's just him, you know, starting to scream more, or if he's having like potty mistakes or whatever, like that is a reaction to something that he's seen or done or heard or, or whatever. And however we process it with him is affecting him, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm always trying to be super conscious of that. Um, and it makes parenting 10 times harder but I, it's a sacrifice for Gray that, you know, I'm yeah. willing to make. So yeah. yeah, kids learn and pick up on everything. Today, he was just like um, to grandma, like, yeah. you're so patient. You're so patient. Like, hey, I and we from... all sat there like, what did you just say? Like, you're so, so patient. Things like that, like you don't think they're listening, but they are. And and I think it's really important for all of us to remember that any, any millennial really raising children just know that they're watching everything Mm -hmm. and you might have a great kid who internalizes that in a manageable way but there are kids that just can't deal with your frustrations on top of their own and if you're not helping them understand their emotions then then that's yeah that's just asking for trouble i think yeah and i think that's where our parenting styles are similar i know when it comes to if we ever have arguments we do not want to argue in front of our kids we We try try to hide those um that way you know and i know my parents did a great job of doing that when you beat me i ask you not to beat me in front of them you mean when you try and grab a (laughs) cheek full of my ass out of nowhere And dudes, if your girl ever oh, grab your butt, you know the oh, first thing you think is like, "Hey, this nigga just grabbed my ass." I don't know why so you, you guys ready to get fight. so heated. But that last time I did that, you looked at me with the ferociousness I like the I never. God. You put the fear of God in my heart. Like I was just about to get a whooping. Back first in thing I think of is like, "Yo, I, I just got I just got pulled over for robbing a car, and <laughs> now I'm in jail, and this nigga just grabbed my cheeks. Now I gotta I gotta hustle up." That was funny. Uh, but, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> parenting styles were, were very similar. Sometimes I got a trigger hand to where I want to hit him. And side so note, I have popped him a couple of times, but my son's scary. He was just like, hey, stop it, daddy. And I'm like, he was like, stop it, daddy. <laughs> I love him. Like, you a scary boy. You I heard, yeah, like I heard the pop and I was like, no, no, my baby. And then Gray runs out smiling. He's yeah. like, stop it, daddy. <laughs> Running upstairs. Daddy's silly. I know. <laughs> like, oh, you love X-Man? <laughs> Pisses you off even more. That's funny. Uh, but yeah, that's that's our parenting style. Uh, yeah. Next question. Next question. Finish up with a few more. Yes. Uh, if you want to finish up with this one, this will be great. What's your favorite sex position? Oh. Yeah. I hate you. <laughs> Bill Gold. Oh my gosh. Um, who's going first? Um, ah, mom, close your ears, please. 
But this one. Oh, uh, yeah, you're Golden Boy. Yeah, that's you right. Answer that. Yeah. No, I'm not kidding. My, my dad listens to this. I can never look him in the eye again. Yeah, for real. Ever. I, I know. So, yeah, please go ahead. As I was about to say, please give me your best Trini <laughs> accent, babe. Go ahead. Let everyone hear it. <laughs> A good old spot to your What favorite. is. Are you Irish? Yeah, what is Irish that? And An Irish English. Trini? <laughs> That's funny. A little bit of everything, you know, but... Um, Favorite Texas Yeah, for me, I would say... What's the, what's the right term for it? Cowgirl? Is that what you call it? Like, okay. were you... Did I try cowgirl and you didn't like it? No, 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 cowgirl. That not not re- That's reverse cowgirl. You try reverse cowgirl. Oh, and I, and I didn't like it. <laughs> I didn't like it. I was just like, oh, hey, you, you started something <laughs> new now. <laughs> and I wasn't ready for it. You got to you gotta prompt me like, hey, reverse oh, cowgirl. Or something. Nah. But uh, cowgirl, it's, it's basically like when you're on top. That's what cowgirl. So just say that. Like, what's the point of all these damn names? Man, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta put some terms on you, know. Some terms. Yeah, you gotta be like, hey, cowgirl. Oh my gosh. You know what's cowgirl? I'll show you. And then you just like, ooh, ooh. He gonna show me cowgirl when it's <laughs> just you on top. You gonna be I like, that nigga, this it. <laughs> if you bring out a little bandana, <laughs> you can tie this. Here. This nah. would be nice. <laughs> But yes, uh, for those of you um, non-sexologists, uh, cowgirl is basically like um, girls on top facing you. Um, I'm a very intimate lover. You it, are. Yeah, I love so, that about you. So I like to be face to face with you, and after you, after two kids, your breasts are amazing. Well, thank you. So, yeah, so a bit saggy, I, I would love to. Let's know. not, okay. <laughs> Our, babe. Please, <laughs> I am so sorry. Anyways, um. My favorite sex position, um, I would have to say, is doggy stuff. I'm sorry, I couldn't hear that. It's not like you mumbled. I did bit. mumble it because this is just awkward. But I'm pushing past my introvertedness. It's doggy style, there right? You go. Yeah. Pomeranian, <laughs> Labrador Retriever. However you want it. You said you want to see my face. I don't want to see yours. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a very intimate lover. Don't look at don't me. Don't look at me. You know, maybe it's subconscious, too, because I know um, since having kids, I'm super more self-conscious about my body and and anything. So, like, I, I want all lights off. Don't don't touch me. Just just do what you need to do. Which is <laughs> and insane. And keep it moving. Insane. So maybe that makes it easier for me. It's crazy how the how we 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 think um cuz after two kids you're like, "Oh no, don't look at me." After two right. kids, I'm like, "Man, take that bra off. What you what you doing?" Oh, <laughs> that's love. Yeah, yeah. Love of breasts. And when you when your wife has a a very pretty and and non D- diminishing face like you haven't aged I don't even since know what we the met fuck that meant you haven't aged basically since we an met an ageless face an ageless face non-diminishing, non-diminishing equals ageless someone tell like someone break that down for me non-diminishing diminishing is when something deteriorates i know but that just sounds weird a non-diminishing <laughs> face like it sounds like it, did. it sounds horrible look yeah, at your non-diminishing ass <laughs> look at your non-diminishing face on my face i file up on you that's what kids in high school Honestly. be saying. Hey, dog, you got a pencil I could borrow, but if you don't get your non-diminishing face out of my face. What? <laughs> I just want a pencil. Do you dog. have a number two or not? <laughs> you got a pen? If you, that's the case. Take this big. <laughs> Anyways. Race ahead, huh? <laughs> All right. Um, 
so that's our questions. Do you have any more? Are we good I on think questions? I, uh, I, I got plenty of them, but a lot of them were sex related. So I okay. think we should just, that was a great one to end off of. Yeah. yeah. Um, I hope that gave you guys some more insight on who we are and um, what you can expect out of this podcast moving forward. Yeah. Um, we, we try to keep things light and that's the way that we've dealt with a lot of heavy situations in our life and that's how we've been navigating through our life together and that's what we're hoping to bring to this podcast so and one thing we also know is that we're not alone in our perspective a lot of millennials are going through the same thing which we hope you guys can find comfort in this yeah i think memes is like the main thing that has shown me that we really all are on the same page and we're all dealing with the same shit. We're just too stubborn to talk to each other about it. Mm. Just um, like my wife is too stubborn to admit that Holes After Dark is an incredible name for a podcast. Family oriented, ladies and gentlemen. When you want to hear stories that captivate you, in essence, you want to hear our eccentric somewhere. stories. That's an acronym for Hoes. Hear our eccentric stories. H O E S. Hose. This podcast that you're listening to right now is being done at 11 09 p.m. after dark. Hose after dark, ladies and gentlemen. Hashtag it, comment it, email it to us. Let her know that this should be the name of an amazing podcast. Millennial shit here. Hose after dark. Are you done? Hashtag Hose after dark. I'm so sick of him. Anyways. Um, I don't even know where I was going with that, but thank you so much, guys, for listening to our first podcast. Please, please, please tune in to the next one um, and let us know what you're thinking. Let us know how we can make this content um, everything that it can be for you guys so that we do have this space to share and get through this this shit together. Right? Facts. And facts. Yes. We're here for you guys. You guys, we want you to be here for us, here to hear us. Hope we, we Hopefully we can share some of the same stuff. As you know, the world is crazy right now, um, dealing with that corona. So uh, we we definitely will touch base with it, you know, yeah, in our next episode. Next, so please yeah, look out for that. Um, we might drop it the same time that we drop this one. You never we'll know. We'll see. Yeah. We some crazy motherfuckers like crazy. that. We, we loop it. We Relax, <laughs> babe. Goodbye, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Bye-bye. Oh, that's the dark. Rest is Just Confetti is a show created by millennials for millennials, and we're just scratching the surface. Big facts, but we've got big goals as well. We want you guys to help us be a part of them. You know how the Evers guy in the commercial a couple years back was doing Baby, it? Baby, you're digressing. But he was like, man, you know, you're sitting on the yeah, couch. Yeah, but you're digressing. All right, all right, fine. Do, do what you do. We want you to join us on IG or TikTok. Follow us and be a part of the journey. You can also email us with topics you'd like discussed, or if you're interested on being a guest on the show, shoot us an email at restisjustconfetti at gmail.com. Until next time, guys, it's your boy Jay Dizzle, always in the scrizzle about to be on Oh, there. God, boy. Finish now. Man, Snoop Dogg do it all the time. Let you're me not finish. Snoop Dogg. Damn. That's a good ending. <laughs>